Welcome back to the Yahoo Fantasy Hoops podcast. Uh, we we obviously shuttered this thing for a few days, put it on pause uh, because crazy things were happening in the world and not just in the basketball world, but in the world at large. Um, obviously, the NBA and uh, fantasy sports are the smallest possible imaginable part of this story, um, but they're still, they're still what we're here for. There's still a useful distraction to us. So um, we're going to talk it. Uh, we're going to go through a handful of things, keep you uh, keep you guys updated on where Yahoo's fantasy game is at right now. I am, of course, Andy Barons, and I am joined by Dalton Del Don. Dalton, what's going on? How you doing, man? I'm confused, Andy. Uh, it's a weird time. Honestly, it feels weird to even be recording this. But at the same time, distractions are nice. I have found myself getting worked up over NFL trades today unexpectedly. So um, yeah, man, this is what a, what a crazy time and how this escalated so quickly and over the past week and it went from, you know, maybe we'll miss some time to to where we're sitting now is just it's just it's just insane. Yeah, like a week and a half ago, I was I was in a packed stadium on uh, the University yeah. of Illinois campus at a at a you know, it's like I think the final Big Ten game before what was going to be the Big Ten tournament between uh, Iowa and Illinois. Um, things were already obviously, uh, headed down a path, but man, like what was it Wednesday hit and in quick yes. succession, we get the, we get the news about Tom Hanks and his wife. We get, we get the Rudy Gobert situation. We get the, the, the game, uh, you know, stalled for a moment and then postponed, uh, between the, between the jazz and thunder. And then all of a sudden, you know, just a, a cascade of, of, uh, just, uh, it'd be a bizarre and unfortunate. No, it was events. the craziest night. I mean, the, the footage of Gobert, you know, touching all the reporters' mics the, the two days before, and then the Kings nearly playing. You know, it's one thing to have those other games finish when they're in the fourth quarter, but the Kings wanted to play, and the Pelicans once they found out, you know, one of the refs oh had refed the game with Gobert before that was a put. I mean, so the whole night was just. Yeah, just it's one of those things you, you you refresh Twitter and the next thing would be more shocking than than the previous. And yeah, Tom Hanks. I mean, that's really got everyone's attention when, when that happened. It all happened so close together. Yeah, I've gone like I'll go a couple hours where I'm just like I have to walk away from social media entirely. I can't like between the between the advice that you get from people who are yeah. clearly not qualified to give uh, to dispense any advice and the, the, like the the shocking developments that seem to follow uh it, it's uh it's re- it's really been a week uh it's it's been it's been quite a week what we know about the nba right at this moment um because reporters keep reporting is that uh the the league itself is preparing for maybe it's 60 days maybe it's 90 days uh uh to have the league on hold um, I can tell you that what we are doing at Yahoo Fantasy is to basically have the the game on pause uh, for the foreseeable future. They've done some things behind the scenes to extend, you know, your your head to head week and the basically the game week for for I think it's something like thirty days now. That's obviously going to be extended out. Uh, but I mean, the fact is, we don't know. We we don't know what the if there's going to be a remainder of the regular season, what that's going to look like, what the playoffs might look like. So the whole. I mean, whole thing is on pause right now, and yeah, we're not we're we're in a holding pattern. Yeah, I mean, to be clear, this is a fluid situation. Uh, right before we recorded, San Francisco counties right by me are on lockdown mode for the next three weeks, and I mean that is a very condensed, populated area. I mean, we are entering unchartered waters here. I mean, this is so it's it's going to be. 
it's going to be crazy the, the next few months. Uh, I, I am not optimistic that we're going to be seeing basketball this season, but I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just pure reckless speculation, but it is I like I feel like it's hard to imagine that we're going to we're going to kickstart the end to the regular season, because obviously there's there's no, there's no path to doing this for at least uh, for at least 60 days, you know, based on based on everything that the uh, you know, as we record this on a Monday afternoon. Uh, you, you know, if we're, if we're not going to have public gatherings or any sort of gatherings of, you know, 50 or more people, which obviously a, an entirely sensible thing to do, um, then we're not going to have NBA games on anywhere. They're not going to happen in arenas. They're not going to happen uh, at practice facilities. They're just not going to happen for the next 60 days. And then like, do you, do you start the season? Um, do you start the season back up in July and then go immediately into the postseason? Do you, do you, uh, do you launch the, the, you know, or relaunch the season at a point when it's going to bump into the next season at a point when right. it's going to actually bump into the 2020, 21 season? Um, you'd have to push that back. Right. So there's, so there's, um, some sort of off season for players. Uh, what, what, how does this mesh with the Olympics? I mean, there's obviously a bunch of unanswered questions right now. Can you imagine the TV ratings if it did come back and they played in empty stadiums with the nation all at home so with nothing else to watch if they did do that? But it sounds like it's not not an option. And uh, yeah, that's um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not going to have a resolution anytime soon. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get some clarity because right now in all sports, everyone just it's, we're just we're flying blind and we just don't know what to expect. But yeah, I, I guess there was some hope originally that they needed like to get three or four games in to kind of satisfy some contract deals. Uh, before the playoffs, but right. but man, I don't know. I mean, it, it, every situation, you know, each day it seems less and less likely that we're going to see hoops at all. Yeah, I, I, you know, I suppose that's that's true. Um, n- I mean, nobody really knows. Um, and you're right to to yeah. suggest that when this comes back, the the ratings are going to be um just staggering, right? Because I am. S- like I am so starved for sports content yeah. right now. Obviously, we're yeah. we're going on like day five without uh, without any sort of meaningful um, sports news whatsoever. But it doesn't stop coverage, right? Like we're gonna still continue to have coverage here. Uh, in upcoming shows, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about you know end of season awards. We're gonna be looking ahead to next year's rookie class. We're gonna talk about this year's rookie class uh, and where they've come. But it just didn't feel like the right moment um, last uh, last Thursday, right? So we put that on pause for a little bit, but we are going to be coming back to you. Oh, my God, we didn't even mention. Um, I I I don't I don't even think there's been like we we don't have resolution on the Charles Barkley situation, right? Like Charles Barkley was isolating himself, getting tested for uh, coronavirus. So you know, uh, thoughts uh, thinking about him right now too, because I don't I don't think we even know. Yeah, we don't. I haven't heard any. And yeah, he went around a baseball team, too. So, yeah, yeah he wasn't feeling well. Um, yeah, there's so much uh, that we don't know. But uh, yeah, future episodes, we got to talk uh, some TV and I watch a ton of TV. Um, so maybe some basketball movies to go uh, to check out ever. But yeah, with everyone at home these days, um, what have you been doing? You've been hitting up Netflix? I should actually, I should mention, um, well, I will say that right now my wife and I are struggling to um, find something that we can, you know, like compatibly watch together, right? We gave, we gave, we gave Watchmen a try. Um, and I, I think we'll probably, we'll probably kickstart that again. We probably, we made it through two episodes the other night. Um, I think that's uh, compatible viewing for us. It's not that easy. You, you of course publish the list every year of like your top 25 shows. I don't know what, what should couples be watching together? That's what I I need to know 
Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I had Watchmen on my uh, my list last year. I think for couples. Um, I'm Fleabag, I'm loving it. It wasn't it wasn't clear to me that that my wife was totally loving it, but I was really loving okay. it. Okay, all right, okay. No, that's just and that's just one season and done too. So, uh, um, uh, Fleabag is a was a really good show on Amazon. Just season two. That's like six episodes. It's like basically the, the length of a movie. Um, and it's a comedy that I would say uh, a couples uh, w- would would like. But um, yeah, uh, good question about for both. But definitely, uh, you you. You did uh, mention it on Twitter that I posted the uh, my top twenty or top thirty or whatever. I watch far too much TV as is. So um, yeah, but if you haven't like just to go back, if you have never binged The Wire or Breaking Bad or yeah. Deadwood or or even like something less less deep like The Shield or something. It's an all time cop show. I always name my fantasy teams a strike team after them. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean if you're not caught up on Curb, if you want some comedy, but um, the Homeland it's actually finishing strong this season right now. It's last season. Um, yeah, but uh, turning to TV's got to be uh, yeah. Come to me on Twitter if you have uh, if you have any specific genres you want because my taste is pretty eclectic. Do you? How many episodes are we into uh, Homeland this season? I haven't I haven't watched any of it this season. It is it has been an, an, like an incredible roller coaster of a show for me. Like some seasons really re- some seasons like some of the best TV I've seen, and then other seasons maybe not so much. Yeah, no, Homeland is, is hit and miss for sure. But like I said, it's the last season and they know it. So they're playing for it and they're really going all out. And it's uh, it's back to it's maybe not as good as season one, which is like one of the best ever. If you haven't seen season one, Homeland is one of the best uh, seasons of television ever. But it's finishing strong. It's like episode six or seven or something. But you could catch up uh, pretty easily. But last week, um, I didn't catch last night, but last week's episode of Curb where John Hamm was mimicking uh, Larry David was an all-timer. And everyone should catch <laughs> that if you've not seen it. It's brilliant. How many... Um... How many extra fantasy baseball teams do you think you're going to draft now that we have this uh, like baseball itself is probably going to be paused for 90 days, yeah. let's say. Um, yeah, I'm going to have, have so a many of teams leagues. by the time this is done, because all I can do right now is just sit around and draft. Yeah. So Saturday, we have a scheduled League of Leagues that you're joining uh, this year. And, and like no one had talked about it. We're still going to do this. And someone finally uh, came out. I think it's Jack Kogod or so who's going to do it. And everyone's been so excited. They're like, we're sitting quarantined. Why not? So we're going to sit around on that Saturday and spend 15 hours drafting baseball, basketball and football. Yeah. Uh, so actually know, explain that. Explain that a little bit. It is a it, this is going to be my first year in it. I'm I'm inheriting a team that had a regrettable keeper situation. But it is I a saw blend. that. You know, after you said that on last week's episode, I went and looked at your team to try to help you out because I was over there. I'm like, boy, he wasn't lying, man. That was it was a brutal situation. It's, it's like Nick, tough to do because it's 50 like Nick Chubb and then some trash, right? Yeah, with 50 rounds and three sports, and you only have six keepers, you'd think you could come, you know, luck into a handful. But yeah, boy, you didn't there. But uh, yeah, it's a three sport league, fantasy league: uh, baseball, basketball, and football. And you get a, a small prize for winning each league, but an overall prize for winning all three. And Mike the Miz, yes, the wrestler, is looking like he might win. In this uh this this you know uh, tournament of three sports which is just embarrassing but uh but I, I i i won baseball and i tried to punt basketball and there's fun little strategies you can do but it's uh it's definitely something that people uh you know stuck at home are going to do come saturday what for it'll take that probably all day which is fine what else am i going to do yeah, exactly yeah um, and i uh, the fun thing about that league is that uh i i imagine i think we've talked around this before it generally starts out as a as a hoops draft right mostly because uh basketball probably a more not only a more projectable sport um but maybe also a sport where the biggest stars have have kind of an outsized impact on the on the game so it kind of starts as a hoop draft as i yeah, as they- i understand it so we're gonna have we're gonna have a little bit of content coming out of that because we'll kind of know what next year's hoops drafts right. are gonna look like. That's right. Basketball players contribute more than fantasy baseball players do. Not only is there one in fourteen hitters, but there's also pitchers. And uh, 
the ideal is a running back in fantasy football that contributes the most, but they're so much more volatile than, say, a James Harden. I mean, severely yeah. the injuries and all that. So absolutely, basketball is typically like eight or nine of the first, uh, you know, 10 or 12 picks or whatever. And the first round is, is is littered with basketball players. But by the way, I was winning my home fantasy league this year, winning my NFBKC league in top 10 overall in the online championship. Had a, oh. essentially a first had essentially a first round buy in, in friends and family because we had you as a matchup. And uh, it didn't look so essentially a first round buy in that one so so yeah it's uh annoying that uh that yeah, obviously because i think said to see or or you could say i guess maybe uh yeah i, I don't know but not not you know the one year i'm actually doing really well in fantasy basketball yeah it's over with yeah like again i feel like i'm i always feel compelled to mention that obviously like fantasy sports are the smallest possible um uh, uh slice of this entire situation but I was in the midst of a cup like in my in my primary head to head leagues of which uh, the the friends and family is one of them. Um, I, I was in some dog fights like I am I am in dog fights for like final playoff spots. I think I'm in I'm in another league where I don't know. It feels like the the weekended so long ago that I don't even remember. It feels like it was like in the 90s yeah. or whatever. But um, I, I'm in a league where I could I could fall anywhere from like the three seed to out of the playoffs. Um, and it was an absolute dogfight of a week. I was making a million transactions to try to get through it. And then, and then here we are on pause, uh, not knowing if, if it's going to pick up again. And then I feel like, I feel kind of dirty about it, but I did like one of the things that you think about as a fantasy owner in this totally unprecedented, uh, situation is like, you know, if the league's on pause for like, two months, three months, um, guys who had pretty significant injuries who, who we'd totally forgotten, like they were, they were out of the picture for the season are now back in the picture. Um, so like I'm the vulture who went out and grabbed like Jonathan Isaac. I'm the vulture who goes looking for Ben Simmons, right? Like it's, (laughs) it feels disgusting, but like, that's, you know, if you're still actively playing the, the, the league, um, I suppose you have to look for some opportunities like that. Yeah, and especially when you're sitting around at home, right? Just, you know, on, on the internet with uh, not a lot else to do. But yeah, that's pretty cutthroat, man. I've mostly put my leagues on ho- on hold. Um, but um, I yeah, feel actually I like a responsible commissioner would just step in and yeah. lock transactions so right. we don't even have to right. think about doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's what Pianowski did. We held a uh, baseball, fantasy baseball draft, which you were conspicuously absent from. Uh, but uh, yeah, I believe he froze the the moves <laughs> afterward. But um. Yeah, so Pianowski's got a little edge to him. Like I, I complained about the settings uh, a couple years ago, and and I was like, man, I don't want to. I don't like. I I forget what they were. They're like first come, first serve, um, free agent transactions, and the league is full of like these roto world blurb writers and uh, like West Coasters who are just like you know, it's their whole job to be online constantly, like late night West Coast games, um, like writing up player, and I just can't like transactionally i just can't compete in that format like i'm just so i'm like man come on let's make it weekly transactions let's make it something and scott was like i don't know i'm i'm on the outside looking in at this point yeah you yeah you and Liss are out it's a 16 team league too man that was a a deep draft that will now hopefully sit on our players for months you know uh, Liss is actually in a good time zone for it like i actually like being you know like if you're if you're in europe um and you can just wake up at the as the west coast games are ending that's like that's like the prime fantasy management spot. Yeah, no, that is that is an advantage. I hear you with the daily transaction leagues, though. But man, Andy, we were we were looking at an awesome uh, basketball playoffs. You know, your our fantasy teams too, but just in real life, you know, I, uh, 
you know, I was already spending the money out of the Bucks to win the East. You know, I, I mean, yeah. Giannis, you know, that injury scare. He said he cried. You know, he's like looking at that MRI. There's so many good storylines in L.A. Like, I want to see this, man. I mean, come on, man. And basketball was 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 doing so 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 well. Well, I feel like the optimistic spin that we can put on it is that the I mean that the season isn't canceled. Like the season is still out there, um, and there is still a good opportunity that we'll get to. We'll get to July, we'll get to August, and we're going to, you know, even if we don't finish off your fantasy season, we're still going to have, hopefully, a conclusion to this NBA season. And you're right, it was it was going to be an absolute classic, probably still is going to be an absolute classic. Um, the, the drama between the LA teams is incredible. Um, now we have the, you know weird possibility of of other teams getting healthier than we might have expected them to be the 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 bucks like at the moment that the league shut down the bucks were just uh uh like an absolute um uh, like a crazy injury situation everybody was sitting out there was a game where like middleton was active but not playing and Giannis injured and like every all key players sitting out so I don't know. We like we still have an opportunity for this season to end with a with a classic playoff run. Yeah. No. I mean, I hope I'm being too pessimistic, and 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 we absolutely I, I want to see it. But uh, man, it's just it just seems like uh, doom and gloom every uh, every refresh every time you click refresh. Yeah. Seriously. Um. But again, this this show is going to continue to be there for you. Hopefully, we'll come back later in the week. Um, maybe, maybe some fantasy awards. Uh, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll talk a little mock draft. We'll talk uh, a little bit more in depth about the plan for League of Leagues. Um, I'll talk and- some movies with you. Got to talk some 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 hoops movies. White men can't I, jump. I feel like, like we should. Yeah, I actually feel like white men can't jump is is. I have some hot takes on Hoosiers. Um, I, oh, I feel nice. like I feel like white men can't jump is actually like the dominant clear oh, so number good. one hoops movie in a in a film draft about basketball maybe we could do that yeah yeah the only argument is hoop dreams but they're so different i mean why even, yeah so i mean hoop dreams fantastic documentary if you want to spend four hours of your life and white men can't jump is, is legitimately one of my top five favorite sports movies i'm still trying to get oh i agree to watch i agree it. it's so yeah. good it's so good yes it's really good yeah love, yeah classic love so there's a there's a little tease there's there's stuff we'll be able to talk about on this here pod so we will be back for you uh, in in hopefully just a couple days time uh, everybody uh, Dalton everybody else stay safe um, man still thinking about Charles Barkley about about Rudy Donovan Mitchell Christian Wood everybody else um, get well um, everybody stay safe and uh, uh, thanks to everybody involved in this podcast to you Dalton to Raghu um, that is it for now we are out we are out